Hello, and welcome to episode 145 of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. Holy crap. I know. A podcast about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana. You know what? I might as well say wonderful because the rest of the world is such a fucking tire fire. <laughs> yet it's starting to look not too bad. Anyway. No, 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 uh, no. Don't get uh, me wrong. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> they they are trying to pass a bill that lets you just run over protesters just because you feel like it. So that's true. And to make sure that you know that you know, even though queer folks can get married, they can't put their name on their kids' birth certificates. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna today. I'm gonna readjust our opening and, and call this garbage fire. West Lafayette, Indiana. <laughs> Just like the rest of the garbage fire this country seems to be. It's all on fire! USA! USA! Everything is awful! Sing my song. <laughs> I will my sing your song. song if I wanna. It can be everybody's song. It's an appropriate it's song. song. It's $20. You owe me $20. <laughs> yeah, I don't have $20. Damn it. Sorry, Sam. You were introducing the podcast. We've got nothing yet. Nothing. Uh, it's a little early to start this. Anyway. <laughs> My name is Samantha Blackman, and I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, read about, write about, dream about, amongst other things. Video games, video games, video games. And lately, that that whole litany has not included playing, but we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm joined tonight by two of our fabulous co-hosts, Alicia Carabinas and Lee Hibbard. Hey. How y'all doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead oh inside. My. <laughs> I exist, sort of. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good assessment. Well, tell us a little bit about your existence, Alicia. Um, hey, I, uh, shit. I make Sam really angry all the time. Yep. Uh -huh. Consistently. Um, I'm also, in my spare time, a PhD student in rhetoric and composition at Purdue University, where I continue to piss Sam off all the time. <laughs> Um, other than that, I am Twitter trash, and uh, and I enjoy alcoholic beverages. That's okay. Too. I will never get a job, is what this podcast reminds me every two weeks. <laughs> I'm too honest. Some All right, find that refreshing. And Lee, who are you, darling? Lee. Who am I? I'm Lee. I am also a PhD student in rhetoric and composition. There's apparently a song about me that Alicia likes to sing. When I'm not drowning under schoolwork, you can usually find me messing around on the internet and playing video games and arguing with teenagers on the internet. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. You play video games? I know, right? Who the fuck knew? It's shocking. Shit. Who knew that you could play video on a games? video game podcast? Wow. Ooh. What? Holy wow. <laughs> well, my mind is blown. Just blew my own mind. How about that? This is so yeah, that's me. Yay. 
All right, y'all heathens. Let's get started. <laughs> We're talking never going to about... get anywhere tonight. We really are. I'm keeping keeping this on the rails. So we've got our usual what you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking to run down. Alicia Carabinas, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Um, I have still been playing Stardew Valley. Mm-mm. No, you ain't. Uh, as bad yeah. as you talked about everybody else around here. You know what? Um, <laughs> shut up. I do what I want. <laughs> uh all the time, always do what I want. And I've been playing uh, Hearthstone still, as usual, forever. Those are good games, though. Those are good games. They're All okay right. Games. Lee, what about you? What you been playing? Um, I'm still playing a whole bunch of Diablo 3, slowly working my way through Season 9. I just hit, like, level 65 or something, which means I'm finally getting the items that I need to do stuff instead of just running around killing demons. So I'm going to get pretty armor and feel like the most fabulous wizard on the planet. And uh, other than that, I've been playing more of Limelight, which is what I wrote about this week, because it's a really fun game, and it actually makes me not hate the universe, because it's got soothing music and little pulsing lights that I move around on a track. It's very relaxing. Ooh. All right, so I guess I'll tell my story. What I'm well, yeah. let's say, last week mm-hmm. I did play some video games. Last week I did play some video games. I played some more Stardew Valley because you know Stardew Valley. Um, I played some Pokemon Moon because Pokemon Moon, believe it or not, is really soothing to me just to kind of walk around and listen to the music. You can look at the pretty sides and kill pocket monsters. Um, I made the mistake of, I, last time we were on the podcast, I said I had been playing Bastion, but I really didn't think I had it in me to finish it again. And last week, I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to finish this game again. Because I was playing it on the Xbox One this time, so I was like, I might as well go ahead and finish it off and get all my achievements. Because I don't know, I must have been drinking. But I finished it. And spoilers, you know, I'm going to spoil the ending a little bit for folks, but the game is like four years old. No, it's like three. Yeah, it's almost four years old now because it was like 2013. Um, So I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler. So the end where the kid has to carry Zolf, either either carry Zolf through uh, a barrage of gunfire. Now, this is, well, Zolf is part of this race that, you know, kid has this white dude and colonized, right? So Mm -hmm. it's to either carry him through this, through the this hail of gunfire of uh, other colonized people, or carry his weapon and protect himself, and he chooses to carry, and you have to make that choice. I always choose to carry Zolf because I'm like, you know what? I fucked up. I caused this. I'm gonna carry. I'm not gonna leave him here to die. I did it, and I sat there and bawled like a child because the world. Is a garbage fire. Yeah. Yep. I sat there and I, I mean, I'm talking ugly, sobbing, crying at this game. I'm not even going to hold you up. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to talk about onion onion ninjas. I'm not going (laughs) to say I had something in my eye. Onion ninjas. I like that. (laughs) I sobbed like a child. So I was like, yeah, I guess I wasn't ready to finish this game again. Um, yeah, and uh, so I played that, and then the demo for 
Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World on the 3DS came out. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes we need Poochie and Yoshi in a warm, fuzzy yarn world in our life. I mean, sometimes you do. <laughs> sometimes I do, apparently. No, I so <laughs> I, I downloaded the demo and I played through, um, they only give you two levels. So I played through both levels on both, um, at both difficulties, like multiple times and decided that I need this game in my life. And we'll talk more about that later. This week I have played absolutely nothing. Oh, please tell us a story. <laughs> yes, tell us what I want to say about your story. Okay. So Saturday, after uh, unloading several hundred, literally, cases of Girl Scout cookies into my living room, because I'm cookie manager, you want your Girl Scout cookie fix, talk to me, uh, down to have a bottle of wine. And I went to open the bottle of wine, and I have one of those. I have I have a fancy a fancy bottle opener corkscrew that I never use because it's just too difficult. But I like the old fashioned one where you turn and turn the screw down, and then you pull the handles down, and the cork pops out because it's easy and it's quick, and it's you know I don't have to think about it. So, but this time, apparently, when I was ratcheting those two handles down, there's two little cogs that make the handles go down and the cork screw come up and the cork pop out. Uh-huh. Um, my thumb, the middle, you know how you look at your thumb and you've got that like middle part right in the middle of that top section of your thumb that pooches out. Apparently mine was in the cork, mine was like on one of the cogs and it snatched. Okay, if, if, you're, if you're squeamish, pause for 30 seconds. It snatched a big chunk of my thumb out of my finger. I would like to take this moment to say <laughs> that every time I've been at your house and I've needed to open a bottle of wine, and this is many, many times, every uh -huh. damn time, what have I said, Sam? <laughs> what have I said? <laughs> this corkscrew is stupid. <laughs> you should get a better corkscrew. <laughs> And I always see your fancy rich cork person corkscrew. Your ooh, I got tenure corkscrew <laughs> turned on you. Revenge of the tenure corkscrew. <laughs> no, I got a, my other corkscrew is like super fancy, and I don't like it. That's why I use that one. You need to get a nice, plain bartender style corkscrew. It will not hurt not, you. You know what? See, with those, I would knock my, all my teeth out. I'd be pulling it and I'd hit myself in the face. No, and not that. Not the, like, the simple kind of screw it in and pull it out. Just like, uh, I'll send you a link. <laughs> we can post it in the blog post. <laughs> Just a really simple, you know, it's got like a lever that you put on the lip of the bottle and you pop the, the cork up that way. They're really fast, they're simple. You don't hurt yourself. I've had mine for like 12 years. It's fine. Well, and I've never once, it's got a knife too. I've never once hurt myself and never ever been to the hospital. Yes. And that's, that's the part we didn't tell is I, yes, I actually had to go to the hospital because to to the hospital. our Girl Scout leader was here and I couldn't look at it. So she looked at it and she was like, we don't have to get that treated. And I was like, no, no, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, it was not fine. <laughs> so, like an hour later, when I was still bleeding profusely, oh my God. every bandage, compression bandage, everything we put on it, we went to the emergency room. And they looked at it, and they were like, yeah, there, there's nothing there to stitch back together. 
So uh, we, we learned a lot about medical technologies and like the wonderful things that they use to aid in healing open wounds. Um, and they kind of laughed because, you know, they were amazed at my uh, extraordinary ability to maim myself on stupid, ordinary, everyday uh, appliances. <laughs> so because I have no like middle portion of my left thumb, actually it's, it's, it's healing nicely, even though it is still kind of bleeding slash seeping all the time. <laughs> That's kind of disgusting. Um, since I have no middle portion yes. of my thumb, I haven't really been able to play games this week. Unless it's something simple that I can just like use my fingernail to like you just push don't really think hand. about how important the thumb is until you break a piece off of yours <laughs> with a stupid corkscrew. <laughs> Yay! I do. I have to say though, I feel so vindicated. I don't remember your other fancy one, and you're right; it is even stupider. But <laughs> they're both stupid, and I'm just gonna buy you a regular one. Well, see, I win. I win. I'm your friend. Nobody and I love else you. has maimed themselves in such a spectacular way with a corkscrew on this podcast. Oh, here's one where the screw part looks like a penis. You want that one, don't you? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay, <laughs> uh, but Link, though. <laughs> oh, my. <sighs> too much, y'all. Too much. All right. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, Can, okay. So, before we move on too much. Yeah. Before we move on, can I complain a little bit about Stardew Valley? Sure. Since we all know about Stardew Valley. We we do. Let me tell you about Stardew Valley. Yeah, I'm so I'm so pleased that you can marry whomever you want and that like the game is really free about it. And that and, and I actually appreciate this that at least one character will say something. Like if you're a dude and you marry another dude, Old crotchety George is like, well, in my day, dudes didn't marry dudes, but whatever. You know, I actually appreciate the realism there that they demonstrate that some people are shitty. Great. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, I'm really pissed that when I got married and then later did the flower dance with my wife, that I did not get to dress up. And I wonder if I was marrying a dude, if I would have been put into a pretty dress. Does the does the lady character get put into a pretty dress if she marries a dude? I don't know. I didn't marry a dude. Why can't we both be femme, man? I like dresses for certain occasions. They're pretty and floofy. It, ne it never occurred to me because I would not want to be put in a dress on a bed. Right. Why, why can't we have the choice? You're getting married in three days. What would you like to wear? Click. Mm-hmm. Pay your 500 bucks and change your clothes. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have a dress option. I only have pants and other pants and more pants because I'm a farmer. And I guess farmers wear pants, which makes sense. It's really sensible. But, you know, sometimes farmers get married. Yeah, but apparently like they get married in pants. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Feel typecast because I'm a farmer. Let farmers wear skirts. Let <laughs> farmers wear skirts. Let farmers wear skirts. <laughs> That's not very practical. You know what? I do me. 
time. This corkscrew, by the way, Sam, is $5. It is $5. The penis corkscrew? No, the one I'm going to get for you that won't hurt you. Oh, I'm like, I don't want the penis corkscrew. It's called no, Sir The Perky. penis corkscrew was at least like $10 because, I mean, it looks like a penis. Of course, mm -hmm. they're going to charge more. Yep. Fine. Oh, no, just kidding. The one that's just like mine is $3.99. Ooh. I can't even buy it because it's an add-on item. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this all day. I've been waiting. <laughs> so waiting for me to maim myself. So she no, I've been waiting for the podcast so you can talk about it so I could very aggressively in a public manner that would be recorded say I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not spiteful at all. Nope, not at all. Nope. <laughs> We're petty around here. Mm -hmm. Today we'll be changing the name of the podcast to the Petty Cast. <laughs> That's better than last time, which was the Stardew Valley Cast. Oh, we can still hey. do that too. Stardew Valley Petty Cast. Look at that. <laughs> hey. Look at that. All right. All right. So, what have we been reading? <coughs> Actually, many books. Of course, you. I. Uh, uh, I am on the sixth book now of the the Tomorrow series um, that I talked about last podcast. The one of the teenagers in Australia and their their country gets invaded by the not Asians. Um, well, apparently, talking about Australia, that's no shit, worry it about us. the Americans, right? Because <laughs> that's where we're going, but only after we invade Mexico because the bad hombres. Um, and uh, UC Berkeley but, uh, because you know Milo. God, God. Ugh. Um, so I'm on the sixth book of seven and I have like literally two pages left in the sixth book. So this is more books that I've read like in January um, in the last couple of years because I've been, you know, in grad school. And fuck other shit you have to do. But on top of that, you know, I've been reading like Plato and and all kinds of other stuff and I just need a break from it. So even though I don't have a lot of time. I, at night, when I'm waiting to fall asleep, I'm like, please give me some garbage teenage fiction. Mm -hmm. Put it in my face, because I have, like, 400 pages to read every week for everything else. <laughs> yep. Lee knows. Lee's here I know. with me. I know. I'm with you. I feel you. Cool. Woohoo. Well, what you been reading, Lee? Um, mostly five million things for class. <laughs> Today I read like 150 pages of Francis Bacon and I want to die. Mm, modern, huh? That's, yep. I mean, it's really not that bad. I think it's really funny. To, and I've read some Bacon before because, you know, my first master's was in lit. So we read a lot of Bacon in some of my early modern classes. And so just listening to him basically like, oh, fair king, you're so great. I'm going to talk about how great the king is and how lucky I am to be able to write because of the king. And I'm just like, ugh, patronage. It's a thing. I'm super tired. Can I just skip all of this stuff where you suck up to the king and actually get to the <laughs> part where you talk about something relevant? No? Okay. okay. This is good practice because we're going to be there in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glorious pumpkin Fuhrer. <laughs> one of our classmates called him. That's, uh, yeah. yep. We are so grateful for your greatness and beauty and your truly amazing hair. 
um, in that you give us permission to occasionally put pin to page, even though sometimes you call us. Oh fake my news. God. <laughs> that explains why 53% of white women voted for him. What, his hair? No. <laughs> the no. pumpkin part. Because they said basic <laughs> oh, <laughs> The pumpkin spice beckons. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. I'm uh, BRB. I'm tweeting. <laughs> that. Yes, you gotta. That's good shit. On that note, I'm gonna pour myself some more wine. <laughs> with my one good hand. <laughs> but the bacon is good, but wait until you get to like some of the women. I'm looking There's forward some really to really interesting shit there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most of what I've read from that time period is, you know, dead white dudes. I'm yeah, fine. you've got to get past some other dead white dudes in the meantime, but most of them are going to be talking about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least when I was taking early modern lit, we got to like read Shakespeare, which is you know, bitchy right. comment, bitchy comment, dick joke. No, it's gonna be a whole lot of Jesus because <sighs> early America, all the Jesus, <laughs> so much Jesus. Mm. Um, well, but they had Jesus. to have something, they were starving to death, so yeah, Jesus, it is. Um, well, you know, look, being black, what you have to understand <laughs> <laughs> is when y'all busy oppressing us. <laughs> We need Jesus because we need something to look forward to <laughs> in this life or the next. So it's your fault. We we need Jesus so bad. Hey, but we weren't talking about you. We were talking about <laughs> white people. If we could just for once talk about white people, like in the role that they play in Black History Month. Like I know that it's Black History Month, but if we could just for a second talk about like Abraham Lincoln, I'm literally going to projectile vomit so hard that you can feel it on the <laughs> other side of town. Mm, that is what is going to happen. No thank you. <laughs> but what about the white people? <laughs> <sighs> On that I'm done. note, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I had to do it, it for a minute. Um, I had so to do my Becky voice. Your you Becky, do Becky voice. voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, oh no, no. Uh, what have I been reading? Well, I've been reading an eclectic mix of things. Because I'm teaching both a games course and my minority rhetorics class that I um, am renaming How to Be an Angry Black Activist. Um, not really. But um, so this week I've been reading some Carter G. Woodson on the miseducation of the Negro. And I have been rereading, well, rereading. Miseducation of Negro. I've read that book probably about 20 times. Um, and rereading Catherine Isbister's How Games Move Us, um, which is really kind of always a good thing, especially when I'm so emotional about games and life and politics and all other kinds of wonderful things. Oh, you know what else I've been reading? Um, Books. Oh, a huge stack as I went to sit down in my desk chair today. Um, I've been re reading a lot of um, history of uh, women in slavery um, because I just finished uh, an actual scholarly article on Mafia 3. 
Dun, dun, dun. So I had to talk about slavery. Yeah. That is something. Yeah, the white people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a horrible human being. And that's okay. That is okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been reading. I haven't been reading anything fun this week. I need to read more fun stuff this week. I got I bought some new books. And I haven't been able to read them. Because my finger hurts, so it's hard to hold books. So I bought some I bought some digital books too. Oh my god, you guys. She just keeps talking about her finger. <laughs> it's like eventually she might even ask for like reparations. Hey, you know what? My eight year old said let me tell you something. My eight-year-old said in her own eight-year-old way that black people need reparations. She did. Glorious. <laughs> Hell yes. We've been teaching those kids right in homeschool. Sweet. She was like, black people deserve special stuff because of the way y'all got treated. You're right, baby. Where my 40 acres and a mule. <laughs> do you really want a mule? I, I was mean, gonna say, what you going to do with a mule? No, but I want a purple pony named Blue. <gasps> yeah, yes. but that's not a mule. That's a purple pony named Blue. But I can sell a mule and get a purple pony named Blue. It was so funny. I, so my horse in Stardew Valley is named Blue on the on the Xbox. And P came in the other day. She was like, oh my god. I was like, what is it? She was like, you got a purple pony named Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. You can't touch it. All right. Let's get to the fun part. <laughs> because apparently mm. some of us are drinking. Listen. <laughs> yes. Some of us had many dates with our husbands before the podcast. Mm-hmm. Only, well, I guess only one of us has a husband. So I was about to say. It's me. <laughs> um. So before the podcast, I was drinking, I don't know, it was a Chilean red wine. I don't, I didn't see the name. It was good. Mm. And now I'm drinking bourbon, the last of my bourbon, and it's almost gone. And um, I'm really sad. That's heartbreaking. I feel for you. The end is near. See, bourbon, oh, I would say I have a decent, I have a, I got gifted a good bourbon. Um, but bourbon is not something I can day drink, so I can't offer you bourbon tomorrow. <laughs> okay, but you and I don't have to drink the same thing. <laughs> I am perfectly capable of day drinking bourbon. I have to day drink wine or vodka. Well, you do you, and I'll do me. How about that? Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> What about you, Lee? What are you drinking? Well, uh, since I've been sick for the last few days and I'm only just now able to eat solid food without dying, uh, I'm drinking some tea. Because alcohol is a bad idea right now. I feel like it would go poorly. Sometimes you just gotta have tea. You do. And I have all this tea left over from uh, a tea shop down in Huntsville where I like to when I'm down there called Piper and Leaf and they have all these really nice blends of tea and they do sweet tea and iced tea and non-sweet tea and this stuff it's called like old-fashioned birthday cake which sounds like it would be gross but it's actually really good 
<laughs> it just sounds like it would be disgusting, but I'm also a garbage person and will eat literally anything with the label birthday cake on it because I'm disgusting. That's, what about pumpkin? Not so big on the pumpkin. Birthday cake. <laughs> the same, I'm not a white lady. I'm, uh, I'm with you, Lee. I enjoy birthday cake things. Heck yes. Uh, so, small segue. For my birthday, <laughs> I got... Um, a pump, uh, not a pumpkin. A, a peanut butter cream pie, but it looks like a pumpkin pie. And every time I cut into it, I think, "Oh God damn it!" And it's like even pumpkin pie has been ruined by the basicness of basicosity. I'm gonna make you a pumpkin pie for your birthday. <gasps> okay, I'm not. <laughs> but could I have sweet potato instead? <laughs> you think you coming to the barbecue for real? I ain't making you sweet potato. <laughs> damn. <laughs> you gotta be special for that shit. I am. <laughs> I'm kidding. Shit. I'm I gonna take it to the Brexit. Oh, I'm sorry, the Black Sit. <laughs> not the actual Brexit. The Black Sit. The Black Watch. I'm gonna get a ticket. I'm gonna have a ticket to the Black Sit. <laughs> Wait. Because otherwise, where you gonna get your sweet potato pies and you know, oh, my hot sauce? Your hot sauce, your candy yams. Might get some chitlins. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't want. I don't like chitlins. But you get some greens. You get some greens. Some good greens, okay. not spinach and kale. <laughs> I was telling somebody that story the other day. See, here, here we're talking about drinking, and I'm just gonna tell the story, and then I'm gonna tell you what I'm drinking. My daughter got so mad at Christmas because we couldn't find real greens around here. <laughs> she was like, "We couldn't." She wanted collard greens, and we couldn't find collard greens. I was like, ooh, I was like, mm hmm, that is definitely nurture over nature. Because um, this baby looking for collard greens. And she mad because we can't get collard greens. All they had was kale and spinach. And she was like, I don't want that. Hey, remember when you said wonderful West Lafayette? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You can't, even, you can't even get real food in West Lafayette. You can't, you can't get no collard greens. Even get collard greens. You can't get no mustard greens. What kind of place is this? You can't get no turnip greens. That's, That's kale shit. and some spinach. Some shit. I mean, I eat kale and spinach, but you know, you don't cook that shit with ham hocks. Man, tell us what you're drinking. <laughs> I am drinking a giant fucking bottle of barefoot Moscato. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know this bottle. <laughs> we bought those so, together. Mine's still sitting we, on my no. baker's rack. Oh, this is another one. Honey. That one's been long gone. Last time we, when we were there last week, I bought two more bottles. Um, <laughs> I appreciate y'all. <laughs> My heroes. So Alicia and I, I have a Sam's Club membership. We've been going to Sam's Club. And we discovered like the that they have are. giant magnums of barefoot Moscato for like nine bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I want to go. So to we it. bought one bottle the first time we were there, like two, three weeks ago. Like two, three weeks ago. And oh, you and I drank it on inauguration oh, day. That's right, we did. <laughs> At my house. <laughs> because that's what you do. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what you do. Yep. <laughs> and then we went back the next weekend, and I was like, well, I might as well get two bottles this time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I believe you made a correct life choice. I did. I did. And then it was sitting on the island in my kitchen and my child was like, why is all this wine in here? <laughs> mm. 
I was like, because Donald Trump, shut up and get out of the kitchen. <laughs> I think you also an accurate answer because Donald Trump. <laughs> yep. So, yes, I'm drinking a nice Moscato. Nice <laughs> refreshing. Mildly sweet. Effervescent almost. They're, they're quite sweet, but I don't hold it against them. I like sweet. Mm-hmm. I feel. I usually don't. Not this week. But you know what? I, I've taken a liking to this, and I blame you. That's fine. All right. So that's what you're playing, what you're reading, and what you're drinking. So this week. I think it's supposed to take, by the way, like 15 minutes. <laughs> we have, that has always been on our show notes to take 15 minutes, and it always takes like an hour. It, it never yeah. takes 15 minutes. I keep waiting for you to change the show notes, but you don't. So. I never <laughs> change the show notes because it makes me feel good to think it's going to take 15 minutes. <laughs> it's good to have goals. Life goals. Um, so we thought we would do a show this week that talks about the games that we play to make us feel better when the world is bl- when the world is burning around us. That wasn't exactly the way we put it, but games that we play to make us feel better, right? No Self care games, this. shall we call them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are your self-care games, folks? Ain't no games to fix this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's true. This is true. That's <sighs> true. But what have you been, uh, have you played anything to kind of help so- soothe you? Because uh, apparently, like, I-, I figured out that Bastion apparently was not it. <laughs> I was going to say, that could be a segment here, too. It's like, what games are you definitely not playing? Definitely not playing would be Bastion. Another one definitely not playing would be This War of Mine. Yeah. No. <clears throat> um, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. No, that was, um, go ahead. I was going to say, which was which was ironically one of the games with gold that was free last month on Xbox. This War of Mine, the, 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 the little ones. Right? The one about kids. And I was like, get this shit off my Xbox. I don't yeah. even want to look at that. Nope. 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 Oh, yeah. nope. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I bought this War of Mine to support them. Just like I bought this Dragon Cancer to support them. I ain't playing that shit. Nope. <laughs> I ain't even going to start it up. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Like, I'll spend the money, but heck that. Don't want to hear the theme music. Don't want to see that shit on my Xbox. <laughs> nope. So one time somebody was like, come over and play this one. I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not um, so my games for this are really weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um kind of two two categories. Uh uh oh. I've been I've been bombed by two year uh three year old. Go find daddy. Go find daddy. There you go. She's supposed to be asleep. She's not asleep. Um, I like to play survival games. The more brutal, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, as my kind of self-care. Because it's distracting, right? Mm-hmm. You have to concentrate because things are at stake. And it feels good, I guess, like to have that sense of control that if I don't make the right choices, bad things are going to happen. Which, I, when I look at the world, I'm like, I can make all the right choices and bad things might still happen. So I will retreat into my world where I can control that stuff. Ooh. The other game that I really enjoyed for this kind of thing and that I would really like to play more right now, but I just haven't had time. And this is the one that's going to surprise you. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Would be uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Really? Yeah. 
it's so like it's got some really dark moments, like really dark moments. But just the actual gameplay, running around on mother base and smacking dudes to raise morale, um, <laughs> stealing everything like the locust you are. Uh, you know, wearing really ridiculous clothes while running around and like army crawling on the ground. It's it's good, clean American fun. <laughs> Marika. Yeah. And I, I, I keep like, I longingly look at it. And I'm like, oh, God, I really want to play that right now. I want to play it so badly. But it, you can't sit down and play like 30 minutes of Metal Gear Solid Five. That's gearing up and thinking about where you might go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also got that like built-in in-game soundtrack where you can play like all these 80 songs and stuff. Uh-huh. Just you can jam out and like sing and run around and, and jump on guys from on top of towers and knock yeah. them out, drop supplies on their heads. It's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is amusing for because you mentioned the soundtrack, right? Because I'm I've been in this is odd because I never do this, right? Soundtracks are not my jam. <laughs> um, but the last couple of weeks, oddly enough, couple of weeks, <laughs> I have been listening to video game soundtracks and not the actual soundtracks, but I have been listening to, oh, let me find her name. Her name is Taylor. Starts with D. Um, but violin renditions of video game soundtracks um, on Amazon Music. Oddly enough, um, her name is, oh gosh, Taylor Davis. Um, And there is nothing like hearing the soundtrack to Mega Man 2 done in violin. Oh man. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Right, I would because, be here for that. That's it, awesome. it is amazing, right? Because it, it is some of the, you know, even some of the faster stuff, like there's stuff from, uh, some of the stuff that, from Mega Man is fast, right? There's stuff from Attack, because she does not only games, but she has another album that's games and anime, right? They don't call mm-hmm. them albums anymore, CDs, because um, I'm old. Uh, so they still call them albums, Sam. She still calls them albums. Yeah, call them albums. But even some of the faster, like more upbeat or chaotic songs would be a better word to use, um, are almost soothing when they're done in violin. So I have been listening to, I've been listening to it in the car and I've been going to sleep with it at night on the Amazon Echo that at least talked about real bad for buying. (laughs) Oh yeah, that garbage thing that you didn't need. (laughs) <laughs> I needed it. You don't, but whatever. You do you. It plays my music at night. and reads me books and answers questions and tells my kids silly jokes. But anyway. I can do all that. <laughs> can we come over? Yeah, sounds good to me. I want one. <laughs> See? You know, with all See? this money that I have. Right. <laughs> I think Shut dust just flew out of my wallet. Poof. <laughs> Shut up, <please. laughs> So, um, and so I find that interesting to, that you talk about the music in that way, because there's been something about video game music lately, because that's, and that's particularly, specifically what I've been wanting to listen to is the video game music, right? Not any other kind of violin music, but 
video game and anime music because those are things that you know can soothe me mm -hmm. right i don't know anyway what Very else weird. alicia anything else you've been playing to soothe your savage soul well, i mean i haven't been doing any of this to soothe my savage soul because grad school um, so yeah. I am, after saying like, oh, I'm done with Stardew Valley, I'm currently chopping wood in the secret woods in Stardew Valley. Um, <laughs> That's an interesting definition of done. Yeah. Well, I'm not aggressively wanting to play every five minutes. So that's that's my version of done. Um, oh, well done. I can't really think of other things that I play to soothe myself in that way. But there are games that I play when I want to shut my brain off in general. Yes. Right, mm -hmm. like um, I would probably add to my thirteen hundred hours in State of Decay. Mm -hmm. Yep, because it's a good shut your brain off game. I don't think about it anymore. Everything in that game is automatic. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting because there there is something soothing for me anyway about like you said you're chopping wood in the secret in the secret forest, right? Mm -hmm. But there's something soothing about chopping wood because depending on what like acts you have, I know exactly how many um, chops it takes to cut down a tree or how many chops it takes to cut hardwood. Right. So it's like, I have, it's like a, it's like a meditative thing. It's like step, 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 one, two, three, four, step, step, step. One, I two, hate three, chopping four. wood in this game. <laughs> well, I mean, because it's just the, it is that it's the cadence. That calms me. So I like chopping wood in Stardew Valley because the cadence, the cadence calms me. And there's there's some uh, pattern to it, unlike like, you know, pickaxing rocks or whatever, because you don't know how far apart they are. But usually, mm -hmm. like, if you're in the forest, the trees are no further than two or three steps apart. So you still have that cadence. And that's been really calming to me. Um, it was probably why I went to do all my upgrades on my house and build build more like farm my farm farm buildings, and I didn't have any problem with wood because I had a whole shit ton of wood. Yeah. So you're in a sense creating your own video game soundtrack. I was mm -hmm. about to say, yeah, that's yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely what that is. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's it, those are kind of, those are the kinds of things. Like I think I would be a person. If I had a metronome, I'd just leave that motherfucker on all the time and they'd just be going. Oh my God, I would definitely throw myself through a window and like wiggle <laughs> on the broken glass. I don't think it'd be able to be a like an actual metronome for me, but if it's a, a rhythm that's going, like I really like oh. just putting on a music in the background that's very ambient. So it's just got a repeated rhythm to it, no words. Oh no! It's <laughs> just like no, let me Taylor okay. Davis. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. That sounds awesome. I love violin too. Yeah. So I don't, and this is a struggle as a parent. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say very openly, I don't like noise. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's a struggle. <laughs> yeah, I I just I don't I don't like random noise. I don't like loud noise. Um, when I'm playing a game like this, like, I, it's hard. <laughs> like Stardew, I usually turn the volume off and I'll put on music um, because I find the music and stuff like this like really irritating. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. The only well, time I'll put the sound on is when I'm fishing. I hate oh. fishing. Somebody needs to teach me how to fish in that I game. I love fishing. What's wrong with I, I'm bad at it. That's what. 
between PC and Xbox, I got like 200 hours in this game, and I still can't fish. Same. Same. I just, just caught a pike. Oh, good for you. Just right in. <laughs> Fuck you and your pike. Right. And no. I, I keep trying to fish because I keep thinking, well, maybe if I can level up and get a better fishing rod, my fishing will get better. It's, but it's I weird. can't level up because I can't catch shit. There is, for when you play on PC, which don't, because I'm playing your copy. Um, <laughs> uh, Let me turn that on right now. No. Um, there is a mod, uh, an easier fishing mod. I turned that on at first. Oh. Um, it, it, it doesn't make a huge difference, but it makes a little bit of a difference. It, it, it enlarges your bar just a little bit hmm. and makes it a little bit easier. As soon as I got a couple levels, I, I didn't need it anymore, so I turned it off. Yeah. Um, but it helps. Because the fishing is, it's really hard to level. And once you're leveled, it's fine. Mm -hmm. You can do all kind of fancy stuff, like get the treasure chests and get the fish and shit. Yeah, see, I imagine that that would be the case. But I can't level. I, I yeah. couldn't level on PC. And I can't, I can't level for shit on the Xbox either. Because I was hoping that it would be better on the Xbox. And I've been thinking about, you know, I was like, well, you know, you know, worst case scenario. I never, I never did any mods on the PC version. I just played the, I just played the straight, the straight uh, version. The only one that I did, and boy, it was worth it. But uh, I can't imagine fishing on the Xbox. That would really, I think, be awful. I'd yeah. Throw myself off of something high. I, I couldn't do it. No, thank you. It's, it's, it's bad. It is bad. Yep. Like All if, right. if I'm playing Stardew Valley, I mean, I'm there for, for self-care reasons. I'm there to relax and farm some shit and wander mm -hmm. around and do something fun. And fishing stresses me out. I'm not going to fish. Fishing does, it stresses me the fuck out. Oh, no, thank you. Not fishing. Heck that. But the community center. No, I know. That's why I keep trying. And then I get angry and I'm like, okay, got to take a break. I'm raging out. Yeah, I, I don't think my community center will ever be finished because of that. Now, if we ever get multiplayer on the Xbox like mm -hmm. we're supposed to, then maybe I'll finish my community center because somebody's going to have to give me all the damn fish. I will come in and fish yep. for you. Come fish for me. I will. Please. I, I would like fishing help. I will fish for all the people. I really like fishing now, so... Oh my god, my name I'm is your friend. friend. You feel free to come fish for me. <laughs> I am your fisherman. Alicia the fisher. It's me. Not a it's fisherman, done. but a fisher of men. Oh, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. I tried it. I tried it. <laughs> I feel like fishing for men is not particularly effective. Probably Just not. A guess. No. Just a guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, my inventory's full. <laughs> Get a better backpack. I have the maximum backpack. <laughs> I have a ridiculous amount of money, y'all. This I, I'm I I play video games. I know what I'm doing. I know. <laughs> All right. I, I know what know. I'm doing too, but I'm getting my butt handed to me. What do you do for the self care? Oh, um, a lot of it is definitely Diablo three. I mean, I wrote a post about it the other week, talking about how it's really soothing to just you know chill out and kill some demons and not really worry about a story. I mean, I, I play a lot of games for the story. There are a lot of games where I just, I freaking love the story. And then there are others where it's like, I'm just here to hit this 
pinata full of treasure. <laughs> Which is exactly what Diablo 3 is. It's literally the treasure pinata. I walk in and I kill some stuff and improbable weaponry falls out. I'm like, oh, hey, this spider just barfed up a spear that makes cows appear. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. I'm 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 not here for realism. I'm here to kill some things. And that's great, except when I'm at an impossibly high level and getting my ass handed to me by a tiny spider. Which is what I've been doing for the last 20 minutes, is getting my ass handed to me by a tiny spider. And yet, at the same time, I'm annoyed, but it's still therapeutic. I'm like, no, that's real. This, this, this spider definitely deserved to get one up on me. You know, as opposed to reality, where it's like, nah, this shit's not fair. It's fair in this game. It's completely reasonable that that spider just killed me. It's not reasonable. Fuck oh, that spider. Okay. Well, that's why I'm going to kill that spider. It's like, no, you've got like a tiny little bit of your health bar left. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you dead. Also, you're a spider. I respect However, your place in the ecosystem, but fuck you. I do want to lobby now for sometimes you have to kill things as the name of the episode. <laughs> okay, but that's just going to make me think about you have that. I've been having the same argument on the internet for the last like week and a half about you know, whether or not it's okay to punch people, and I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. Oh, that I'm is true. Tired. Let me just say, it is all right. Always <laughs> all right to punch people. For the record, <laughs> I am pro-punching. I'm gonna come down as, as pro-punching the shit out of Nazis. <laughs> like, the literal shit needs to fall out of the Nazis. I'm also in favor of this, and I feel like all the people that I'm talking to, I mean, it's just like... There, there's privilege, and then there's capital P, this is never going to affect me, so I'm going to sound like an asshole about it, privilege, and it's just like, but violence is always wrong, and you should talk to people, and I'm like, these are literal Nazis, guys. I can turn on my TV and watch an Indiana Jones movie that was made decades ago, where he is punching the shit out of actual Nazis. They are not the good guys. They are not even the neutral guys. They are the bad guys. I think it's okay to punch them if they are being Nazis. Okay, so like the literal Nazis don't want to talk unless it's about like, I don't know, genocide. Yeah, when they talk, it's, oh, I mean, I have no problem with putting people in camps and murdering all of the people of this particular race. I'm like, okay, no, no, you, mm -mm. nope, I'm gonna punch your face. I'm not even that violent a person. And I'll punch the face. Boom, right there, in the face. I don't, I don't care. I'm sure somewhere my You're parents nice are very person. disappointed. So Somewhere my parents are very disappointed in me because they're not really violent people, but I'm also sitting here going, and I'm going to have this conversation with them. It's like, you raised me to be like this because when I was a kid, you took me to historical sites in Europe, and I saw places where wars have been fought and people have died for causes like this, where people have stood up for oppression, you know, against oppression and died. You know, my parents took me to the Imperial War Museum. They have an entire floor dedicated to the Holocaust. You know, I got a minor in history for studying fascist regimes. And my parents were always very supportive. You know, we need to teach you about this so that you understand it. I'm like, y'all should have figured out that that means I'm going to be an angry pro-Nazi punching kind of guy. <laughs> Tammy posted that chart that was like the D and D alignment oh, God, based yes. on when you would punch. Yes, I I, I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's what were yeah. you, Lee? Because I know no, you, I know you yeah. thought about it. Chaotic neutral. 
Oh, me too. I'm always chaotic neutral, though. <laughs> it's like, shit, man, yeah. I'd punch anybody who pissed me off too much. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm angry. That's, that's where I'm at. Anger. I mean, <laughs> if they got chaotic good. Because mm -hmm. I'm down with doing what needs to be done. Mm. Are you good, though? <laughs> it I hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> You're a liar. Anyway, that's that's my why I'm okay with punching Nazis rant for the evening. Okay, <laughs> so maybe a different title for the episode. <laughs> But what was what was, what was the title you suggested? Sometimes you punch so, things. Sometimes you kill. Sometimes things. you have to kill things. Sometimes you have to kill things. <laughs> and I think that that's legit, especially in video games. Yes, I would. I would. I'm down with punching in real life. I'm. I'm not so much down with killing things all the time. Yeah. No, I sometimes I wish that you could do less killing in video games. And it's not because I'm particularly pacifist. It's just that if I'm going to go to that much effort and like actually snuff out a life, I would like there to be a reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In this case, the reasons are it's a spider and it's trying to eat my face. Well, that's kill that motherfucker. I hate right? spiders. I hate spiders. I respect that spiders have a role in the ecosystem, but they got legs and they like to sneak up on me, and I'm not okay with that. Okay, so let me tell you a little story about <laughs> spiders. Oh, God. I used to be pretty cool with spiders. Like, spiders and me, we were bros, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then when I was, like, 19, um, uh, brown recluse, because, you know, mm -hmm. south, mm -hmm. got into my bed and into my comforter. At least one. It might have been more than one. I woke up one morning, and I had uh, 17 Jesus. spider bites. Mm -hmm. I got to go to the hospital. For I'm that sure one. you that did. Fun. Yeah. A little um, bit. My legs swelled so much. Uh, I didn't get the really gross, like, rotting sores that you see on the internet if you happen to Google spider bites. No, no I don't Google spider bites. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Know. Never do that. Um. And they told me at the hospital that I should make a paste from meat tenderizer. And I was like, don't you think that they already tenderized the shit out of my leg already? <laughs> my meat has been tenderized. Yeah, like, my shit's tender. Um, but I got some drugs. And, uh, and I couldn't really walk very well for like a week. I'm sure. My shit was fucked up. That's uh -uh. my spider story. And I will tell you that spiders and I used to be bros. But that mm -hmm. is past tense. <laughs> that's a that's a good past tense. Since one or more of them tried to kill you, yeah. or eat you, we are, one of the two. No this is why friends. I think it's it's good to know your spiders. I think that you know you've got the spiders like that who will attempt to kill the shit out of you. You've got the spiders that will just kind of hang out and eat bugs. You've also got occasionally spiders that sing, which is very strange, or spiders that spit poison at you. What the fuck? Hey, but also up here. In the land of Indiana, you have spiders that are like the size of your fist. Yep. Yeah. I ain't down with them either. Or mm -hmm. you like like wolf spiders that will, mm -hmm. and that's a Midwest thing that mm -hmm. will stand up on their hind legs and hiss at you. No, no thank you. No, no thank you. Go away. I just let me live my life, wolf spider friend. <laughs> 
can't be friends. You're not my bro. <laughs> Uh -oh, no Kill all the spiders. Kill all the spiders. You know what? That's not true. I'm okay with daddy long legs because they are basically they're the not most, spiders. They're, they're most not. they're the most benign insect on the face of the earth. It's true. Okay. They're just like God. I just hit my spear. horse with an axe. Why would you do that? <laughs> I didn't mean to. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> What's your horse's name? What is my horse's name? I don't remember what I named my horse. You need How to know the name of your horse. Oh, shit. How do I find out the name of my horse? Look, at your, look, my look, horse. At, your, look at your picture that shows your um, your doll character and like where your stuff is. Mm -hmm. here, that shows where you're, what you have equipped. And at the bottom, it should have the name of your horse and your pet. Uh, oh, I'll man. let you know in a minute. I just got one of my favorite items in Diablo 3. This item is hilarious and ridiculous. So in Diablo 3, they have these monsters called treasure goblins that will just randomly pop up through a little portal and drop money everywhere. And if you manage to kill one, then it leaves all kinds of awesome treasure. So if you hear a treasure goblin laughing, it means, oh shit, you've got to go kill this thing so you can steal all of its treasure. There's a ring you can get that will basically summon your own personal treasure goblin and it picks up common items and occasionally spits out legendary ones. Oh, hell yeah. I'm just sitting here like, you. this makes the game like 15 million times better. Now I have a little goblin that follows me around. I think his name is Fergus. <laughs> it's a good name for a little goblin who's following me around. He's just like, <laughs> with this weird little laugh. And I'm like, yes, yes, sir. Pick up all of the crappy items I would never use and turn them into good shit. Yeah. So my horse's name is Sadie. Oh, that's a good name for a horse. I couldn't remember. I have a chicken named Zelda. <laughs> I like it. God. All right. So, <laughs> to bring us back in again. Self care in action. Right <laughs> this is self care in action. Any other games for you, Lee? Um, I'm trying to think because there's a lot of games that I will just play a lot of them are just silly little games on my phone honestly mm -hmm. they're the ones that are like the, the the flow games where you have to connect a certain amount of lines on a grid to create a full puzzle I'll, I'll play some candy crush i never buy anything in that fucking game because no you cannot have my money but yeah i will just for hours match little colored pieces of candy and just oh man <laughs> i love matching games and i they're feel fun. like Okay, but see, you're a dude, so <laughs> you can be okay with that, but I feel sort of ashamed, like, yeah. on behalf of female gamers everywhere, every time I, like, match a gem or a piece of candy or <laughs> anything else. Well, I got, I got one for you. There's one that I play where you match stuff and, like, kill stuff, and it's called Primal something. Um, and I, I, I should know, because I've been playing this game for, like, months. Um <laughs> But uh, the, then that way, you, it's called Primal Legends. That way you won't feel so bad about matching things because you get to kill things while you match. Yeah, I played so much Puzzle Quest back in the day that, like, I don't know. I played so much Puzzle Quest. It was ridiculous. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the interesting thing, right? Because to, to talk about the things that I play to kind of as self-care, matching games are one of those things. Like, so I've been playing a whole shitload of Primal Legends, right? But I've also, like I said, the meditative sound of chopping wood in Stardew Valley. 
And like I said, I, I kind of got pulled into Poochie and Yoshi's woolly world, right? Because there's a cute little dog and you run around as Yoshi and you can eat the bad guys and spit them back out at other bad guys and you can unravel yarn and you can do the, and then the full game comes out on what's the fourth Friday, Saturday. And it comes with a little yarn amiibo of Poochie. Oh. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna have to buy that because I need that right now. I need, <laughs> I mean, it, and that's that's kind of where I am right now is I need these kind of calming games that are repetitive and kind of meditative. Certain kinds of platformers, like I couldn't play a Mario platformer right now because those stress me the fuck out. <laughs> Because Mar I'm sorry, Mario games stress me the fuck out. Now these these Wooly World games, because I think they're intended more for children when they when they they because they since they've redone them or or re-released the Yoshi games. Let me say that as Wooly World games or new versions of the Yoshi games as Wooly World games. They're more for children, and they even have a mode called Mellow Mode, even if you really just don't feel like dying over and nice. over again. Wow. Um, yeah, and it's, it's for me, like I said, it's meditative. Um, so I like doing it because you can go boop, 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 and over and over again because I've got like the sounds memorized. Um, and I bought a new game last night because I looked at it and I was like, it's beautiful and calming. And it'll probably, I haven't played it yet, but it'll probably be horrible because there'll probably be a million ways to die. And there better be a, there better be a mellow mode to it. There's a new indie game that released on Xbox One yesterday called Candleman. And it is beautiful. It appears to be hand painted and you play as a little candle um, with candlelight. So there's lots of soft candlelight and like half lit rooms. Um, and it's not about something scary jumping out of the darkness and getting you, but more about using light and shifting light to solve puzzles. Now, I'm going to remind you that every time a game like that has come out, you've hated it. <laughs> but see, the world was not burning in those previous in those previous times. I think you just want to suffer. Uh, maybe I will. A little bit. <laughs> maybe I do. You're right. I do usually hate those games. You're right. Yes, you I, you told me that before, before I spent my $15. Now I got to play. <laughs> So clearly this is Alicia's fault. It's all oh, Alicia's it's fault. fault. I'm sorry. It is all Shit. Alicia's fault. But so those kinds of games, and then like I said, <sighs> Pokemon games, I find kind of um, calming too. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you walk around and you talk to people and you find things and you fight little pocket monsters. But, oof. yeah. Would rather stab myself in the eye over and over. <laughs> well... Then pocket monster. Well, poop on you then, because that's. I, I also like to do that. Play Pokemon. I mean, it's it's very nostalgic. <laughs> I was gonna be like, do you want to stab yourself in the eye? <laughs> no, that's not what Pokemon makes me feel. It's Pokemon makes really me bad. feel like I'm a kid again. In yeah. a good way. You know, not the, the <coughs> shitty stuff that I don't want to remember, but the fun parts where I was, you know, like ten years old and playing Pokemon Red and with just, no worries, right? Not a care in the world. Yep. Those, those good old days. Then I remember that being a kid sucked, and so I feel better. <laughs> That's what I was 
about to say, like, were they really good old days? Because I'm thinking about when I was a kid, right? And like, um, we used to make a game of like bombing the Russians because my parents really wanted to fuck me up. So, uh, you know, they would tell me to go throw something away and they'd be like, you're bombing the Russians. You're doing your part for America. And uh, now I'm like, we're, we're like right back in that place where we're going to be at war with the whole world. That's so cool. But we're going to bomb the Australians instead. Uh, yeah, because they're like super threatening. Right. I'm, I'm terrified of Australians. Absolutely. Fuck I those Australians. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. I, I had a. I don't want to be. You had to justify being afraid of Australians. <laughs> <laughs> those Australians are fucking scary. Well, you know what? I can I can justify not liking Australians as long as they're not the indigenous folks. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Cause you know they done done some shit, um, <laughs> but they're not even bombed for the did. right reasons. Uh, but see, I, I, I'm cool with that whole nostalgic thing because pretty much until I was like 13, I had like a great childhood until my mother remarried and she married an asshole. Um, but when it was just like me and her, we had like it was just like rocking. So I, I, I mean, cause I've been even been looking at like trying to score like one of those old Coleco handheld games from like 1976, which was the first game I ever had. And that's weird, right? When I start to think about it between the soundtracks and me actually searching eBay for a game that I played in 1976, <laughs> right? Having these feelings of nostalgia and you know, basically it's personal safety. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I mean, 1976, I couldn't feel any safer than that. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It, it's sad that the world is just such an awful fucking place right now. Yeah. That we're all looking for these safe havens of sorts. But I think it's interesting that we're finding them in games. Or, like, I mean, and I'm, if you're talking about game soundtracks, it's still in games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Everything is awful. Hey. <laughs> Everything is awful when your president's orange. Everything is awful. <laughs> President Cheeto. Your pumpkin fear. <laughs> uh there was a there was a tweet that I saw yesterday that coincided with the the announcement about um Beyonce being pregnant again and it was something about how Beyonce has more black people in her than the White House cabinet. Yes. Is. Yes. <laughs> I ugly laughed. That would be true. Yep. It's so just that like, well, shit, it. that's a little bit real. <laughs> I was like, first, let me tell you, because I know you don't know somehow, even though the rest of the world does, that Beyonce is pregnant with twins. <laughs> Second, let me show you this tweet. <laughs> that was how that went. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Yay. It's awful though. Uh, really I want to die. Not not actually, just sort of blah. Blah. It is pretty blah. <clears throat> so let me tell you yeah. something wonderful. Please wonderful do. Is good. My uh my farm in Stardew Valley is called Noodle Farm. <laughs> Why is it called Noodle Farm? Well, when I was naming everything, I was like, uh, it said, name everything that you like. 
Hey. And I like, just had yakisoba, and I was like, you know what I like? I like noodles. Fuck yeah. So, noodle farm. And then they were like, name your cat. I was like, shit, I don't know. <laughs> so I named my cat Peppermint. Oh, so Peppermint lives on Noodle Farm. That's cute. Oh. Things are okay. You know what's funny to talk about to talk about soothing things like carbs and noodles. <laughs> That's real. I'm not, and this is and this is this is funny. I'm not a sweets person. Mm-hmm. He says, "Ask how many Girl Scout cookies she's eaten." <laughs> right. That's stress okay. eating. It doesn't count. Right. Well, you, you know, and the thing is, is that that was that was the reason I agreed to be cookie manager from the beginning. Is I'm like, I don't like Girl Scout cookies. I can be cookie manager because the cookies are safe in my house. They came out with new cookies this year that are Girl Scout s'mores. And between the stress and the fact that these s'mores cookies are probably illegal in 49 (laughs) of the 50 states, I have eaten so many of those damn s'mores cookies in the last. It's it's ugly. We've only had cookies in our house a week. And I have eaten so many of those damn s'mores cookies. I've barely touched my cookies. Well, you know what? I've I've had several. We just gonna say that. <laughs> s'mores cookies. I'm not even gonna tell I'm, I'm embarrassed to say how many s'mores cookies I didn't eat. I've been letting my week. daughter eat my Samoas. And I I had said specifically that no one could touch my Samoas, that I would bite fingers. <laughs> but so yes, I've been stress eating the s'mores, and I need to stop. Well, you know what? You know who needs to stop? The world needs to stop. Yeah, the world needs to stop. I feel. Well, that ain't reason to give myself diabetes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Don't get the diabetes. I need to be around to fight this shit. Mm. Well, I'm gonna drink this wine anyway. <laughs> maybe we, maybe <laughs> no cookies, but wine. Maybe though that's a good place to leave it. Like, how how can you find your if you don't know if you feel out of sorts, mm-hmm. you feel like everything is just straight up awful and there's not shit you can do, um, because even the best of our action will take time, right? We're planting seeds. Yes. Yep. How do you find the uh, the right kind of self care for yourself? I know a lot of people right now are really struggling because they've never had things so bad, like, you know, white people. Um, <laughs> yep. So that they had to really actively seek out self-care like this, like to really preserve and partition yourself off. Mm-hmm. Hard. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. You have to find what it is for you. Like, for me, it's get feelings of nostalgia or calm in games game soundtracks and honestly activist work it makes me self part of my self-care is actually doing the work because it makes me feel less powerless yeah so for me to go give talks for me to go to demonstrations for me to yell at motherfuckers on the internet (laughs) (laughs) not so much but to do these things actually makes me feel better because it makes me feel less helpless. And that's also one of the things I've been doing for my kid who was feeling incredibly helpless. I mean, we think kids are just kind of like, oh, just kind of totally oblivious to what's going on around them. When 
the election passed, she was devastated. Mm-hmm. She was absolutely devastated. Children were afraid. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to my family? What's going to happen to my friends? Right, especially if you are black, brown, or immigrant or queer in any way, kids caught hell. Yeah. So for my kid, it was that you know it wasn't. I couldn't shield her because shielding her was only going to make it worse. She needed to feel like she was a part of it in some way because she knows, you know. Mama goes and yells at people in the street. Mama goes and blocks sidewalks. Mama goes and talks to people about what they need to be doing and what we can do to make things better. And it wasn't enough for mama to do that. She needed to be a part of it. Just in order to, like we had an expo slash workshop slash, um, I don't know, thing this weekend where I gave a talk. And and Alicia was working. Alicia was working upstairs, and the kids were with her, and they were passing out folders. Yeah, that put them on the door. You know, they and were then, yeah, and, I, and, and passing out folders. Downstairs, and they were like, I, "I saw your little girl upstairs. She opened the door for me. I'm so glad to see her here." Me too. She needed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really they enjoyed it. They went around and they collected so many like buttons and flyers. They came back and they were just covered from like. <laughs> neck to belly button, like Planned Parenthood buttons, and like my son was so proud. <laughs> Look what I got, mom! It's a pink out to vote. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you can't vote, but all right, you know. And he was just so happy. And it was this little thing of like being in a room where he knew everybody wanted the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That nobody there wanted to destroy their family. Nobody there wanted to hurt them in any way that everybody there was fighting for the same thing. I think that that speaks a lot to, you know, activism as being a safe space. I mean, when they had the, like the, the satellite march for the women's march right after inauguration, you know, I went down there with friends and there were so many more people than any of us expected, but it was just like being around people who, you know, you share that in common with it, you know, it, it's it's not even just a, I feel good because I did something. It's a, I feel better because I know that these people are fighting for the same thing that I'm fighting for, yeah. even if we're not all the same. And it's, you know, a little more reassuring than sitting alone in your apartment going, everything is horrible and I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's that desire for solidarity, that feeling, right? Mm-hmm. is leading to a lot of problems too. Because uh, <laughs> too many people are like, no, 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 we need you to be quiet and not agitate in the name of unity. Um, and that's something we really have to watch out for, like actively, mm-hmm. right? Like we can't let that craving for solidarity get in the way then of the work. Right. You know, we, 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 we can't, you know, we can't have that assumption that, you know, one, all pussies are pink, all women got pussies, or everybody with a pussy is a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying... We gotta, we gotta move past that, and not, you know, not get all indignant, and you know, get your, get your little, your, your good white lady feathers up when they're uh, ruffled when somebody say the word pussy. I'm just saying. How dare you say that word? <laughs> Shame, shame on you. I what? said it like five times in class today. 
I'm pussy? sure that was fun. Were you talking about pussy? The word pussy? 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 <laughs> yep. I said about five times in class today, and everybody said, first time I said it, people, some people in class bristled a little bit. I was like, you might as well get over it. You might hear it a whole much more. I mean, like, oh, if the president can talk about pussies, then I think the rest of us are okay. You would think. You really would. Well, he's not talking about, he's talking about grabbing them. He ain't talking about uniting them or any way. No, but he's still talking about them. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You folks are too much. Everything is awful. Yes, it Mm. is. I've just only got, I don't know. It is. It's awful. Everything is horrible. It is absolutely horrible. But you know what? We're going to make that shit better. And like I tell motherfuckers all the time, hey, this ain't a movement of hot takes. This is a slow burn. Mm-hmm. So you better be in it to win it for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I've been doing a lot of, and I mean, sometimes I don't want to go out and talk to other humans or I've been sick because when I'm stressed, my body reacts accordingly and basically just shuts down. And I have things like today where I woke up and got out of bed and then my body just went, nope. And before I knew it, I had fallen over and was on the floor. I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going anywhere today. Great. But I have this network of people on the internet who I speak to through mostly fandom communities. And a lot of people, especially, you know, young kids and teenagers who I talk to, they're scared and they don't know what they can do to help, especially if like they have parents who are homophobic or Trump supporters or parents who just don't give a shit and say, Oh, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. And so all they hear from their families is that they shouldn't be worried. They hear from other kids that, Oh, it gets better and that they shouldn't be afraid. And so, Mm-mm. I don't know. I spend a lot of time talking to people, you know, maybe, God, 15 years younger than me saying, look, it gets better is bullshit. It's not going to just get better. You've got to actively work at it. And sometimes that means taking care of you. Sometimes that means taking a deep breath and saying, I can't handle this right now. Mm-hmm. Or it means being with your friends or standing up for somebody that you care about. And it's just... I don't know. I, mean, I didn't have I this much shit when I was a teen. <laughs> what no. when we're when we're from the vantage of looking backwards, sometimes we forget that it gets better really means you get better. Yeah. Because like and not like better is in like healthier, happier, like suddenly your depression falls away like magic. <laughs> but like you get stronger <laughs> and you grow up and you learn new and different coping strategies and you learn what doesn't work and you get better mm-hmm. at you separating yourself. You know, and that's, and that's interesting because even before the inauguration, <laughs> my, my mother has in her older age gotten more complacent. Mm-hmm. And, and I can understand because you know, she was born in the 40s. Uh, you know, she she lived through the struggle in a real way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and was a big part of the struggle in a real way. So, you know what? She's 70-something years old. In many ways, I can understand that desire to say, you know what? I want shit to be quiet for a minute because I'm 40-something years old. And you know what? Sometimes I want shit to be quiet for a minute. 
But she said that shit to me one time. She said that in my house one time over Christmas break. She was like, maybe it won't be so bad. And I had the whole school in my house. <laughs> I was like, no, we about to sit down. We about to lay it all out. And we about to look at what is out there already. And the inauguration is not taking place. You know, every time somebody says something like, well, we just really need to wait and see. Or we just really need to work with them. Who was it today? Matthew McConaughey today. <laughs> oh, yes, Lord. It was yes, like Lord. Sunday, but it, it, it became a big story today. We just really need to embrace him now. You know, no. No. We don't need to embrace him. No. You take no. your white male privilege and you take that shit on somewhere else. Yeah. I, oh, like, I, I, know. like, I do okay, luxury okay. car commercials and I'm an actor. Get yeah. the fuck out. Um, we don't need to embrace him. We don't need to work with him. We need to resist every level of this at every stage possible. Yep. yep. <clears throat> this man slept through uh, an American military action in a foreign country that resulted in death. Yes. He yep. broke so many rules and put his homie on the Security Council. Fuck it. A literal know. fucking Nazi. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's my homie, so it's sure. Um, dismissed actual members of the intelligence community from the Security Council because, like, why do they need to be there? <laughs> and but you know what? Put he in camps. See, okay, but see, this is where you got to twist it. That whole, that whole Yemen shit. Mm-hmm. It's okay. See, because he didn't need briefings that might have might have actually told him what the fuck was going on in Yemen, because he real smart. <laughs> <laughs> he real smart. Oh, he real smart. And when you real smart, you'll need that. Did y'all see his remarks at the national prayer breakfast? Yep. Okay, like, I'm not religious at all. And I was offended. (laughs) I I was offended on behalf of everyone who actually is religious. It's like, this is not a fucking prayer. This is basically you fellating yourself on television. Yes. Can we just change our podcast? for a few months so we just do nothing but rip on Trump. For a few months. I say the next four years. But well, what else yeah, he's going to get impeached. It's you he's it's not going to last. But then we'll, gonna, have, then we'll have Mike Pence. No, thank you. Yeah, and then we can make it the Pence podcast. Okay. <laughs> and you know, okay, so I've seen I, I'm sure you guys have seen them also. All of the memes that are like Mike Pence is in the closet. Mike Pence is secretly gay. Mike Pence is the first homosexual like vice president. And I feel really torn on that stuff because I think it's it's wrong to set out to make a joke on behalf of somebody's sexuality. Like that shit's not funny. Right, because that, that's yeah. saying that there's something wrong with being gay. Exactly. And say, as a part of the queer community, I don't want that motherfucker. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. No. But that's the other part of that. This is where I feel a little bit torn. I'm like, he checks all the boxes for the angry closet case. <laughs> Like, he checks all the boxes, plus he's so extra. Like yeah. Additional boxes made in order to check. He is currently creating boxes, like, right now. Boxes on nope. top. I'm like, shit. I have really complex feelings of hatred for Mike Pence. Ugh. Don't want him. <laughs> it's not allowed. That's okay. I'm sure nobody else that. does either, which is why he's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. Oops. Womp womp. All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We'll see you in a couple of weeks if we're not dead from three wars. Yay. <laughs> I say two. We're not going to have three in two weeks. Come on now. Maybe two in two weeks. That well, whole one in the South China Sea is going to take a while. All right. So <laughs> on that note, the reason that we got here, got together here tonight was to talk about methods of self-care. Take care of yourself, folks. It's, you know, you, you may not agree with everything we say politically, but what you should agree with is that it is important to take care of yourself, mm-hmm. regardless of what your political alignment is. Take time for yourself. Play the games that you need to play. Listen to great violin video game soundtracks. <laughs> or get a metronome. <laughs> Send one to Alicia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she will explode. Mm-hmm. No random noise, please. No random noise. I will make random noises at you. But most importantly, until next time, stay warm. Stay safe. And as always, my friends, game on. Mm-hmm.